Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, and this week we are interviewing Nettie Owens, the founder of Sapari Solutions, and she says you should toss out your to-do list. Then she gets really specific about what she wants us to do instead. I'll admit I was a little taken aback and a lot intrigued when Nettie said she wanted to tell my business audience that our to-do lists are holding her back. But after listening to her, I'm a believer. So let's listen in. Okay, so in this episode, uh, we're going to talk about something that I have a love and hate relationship with, and that is the to-do list. I asked you about some topics that you thought would, you know, really resonate with a business audience. And when you said throwing out my to-do list to be more productive, I was like, wait, I'm not supposed to have a to-do list. That's like a whole industry, you know, like the planner industry. Like if I'm not making a to-do list, what am I supposed to be doing? Help me. (laughs) (laughs) I love this question. And it definitely stops the presses when I make this statement that you should toss out your to-do list. Um, And certainly your response is really normal. Um, If you're not supposed to make a to-do list, what are you supposed to do? Um, I think that's a bit of an existential question right there, right? Um, I have a feeling you have amazing things you should be doing other than sorting out and making a to-do list all the time. So this is coming from a, like, a to-do list maker. Like, I love making to-do lists. I love checking them off. And um, but, but there was a realization for me that when that becomes the primary focus, it, it in and of itself becomes unproductive. And I see people become so married to their to-do list that any deviation from it almost is panic-inducing. And that's certainly not the the reason for making a to-do list. So um, the last piece of it is that I also notice people often have other people's agendas on their to-do list. And so it's not necessarily what's moving your business forward, but it's Mm -hmm. these requirements and deadlines that other people have imposed on you. And so if that's the case, if you've become too attached to your to-do list, if you um, have a lot of other people's ideas on your to-do list, or you feel like the only way to get forward is to follow your to-do list religiously, then I'm going to ask you to rip that bad boy up and throw it in the trash. We're starting over. And I'll just give everybody a moment to have that panic flow over them and <laughs> and wash itself out. <laughs> yeah, because my to-do list has kind of just fallen to pieces since quarantine started, and I felt bad for not having one. I felt mm-hmm. bad for not having one. I used to kind of kind of check my to-do list every day. And yeah, I mean, I I totally understand that. This idea that the only path to getting to to where you want to go is to follow your to-do list is, is definitely something that I would argue about. So where you would start if you do follow my directions and throw it out after you pick yourself up off the floor um, is to envision what you're creating. So I encourage people to start with their vision. And um, when I describe this, a lot of folks will say, oh, well, it's at a vision board. And yeah, you, you could. You could represent what I'm talking about as a vision board. For me, it's almost more of a, 
an experience. And so you need to, you need to feel where you're going. You need to see where you're going. And that feeling and seeing is not tied to any one specific route that you get there, that you take to get there. So um, what I'm saying for some people, they're going to go, oh, I totally get this. And others are like, you lost me. You lost me on feeling and seeing, and I need a little more clarification. And that's fine. Full disclosure, in my past life, I came out of an engineering school. Like, I am your A to B kind of gal. I love to-do lists, all of this kind of stuff. I like numbers. So even though what I'm describing now might seem a little touchy-feely to you, I assure you there's science behind it. And um, there's a reason that it works. Uh, so what I want you to do, instead of starting with your to-do list and instead of starting with this mountain of like, oh, my gosh, there's all these things and I need to write them down and you need to get them done, I want you to start your day by imagining where you're going. So just imagine like 30 days out. It doesn't have to be very far. And you just you imagine, you know, what does life feel like? How are the kids behaving are you getting dinner on the table every night and they're enjoying it? You can imagine unicorns. It's okay. They don't have to actually be real at the moment because uh, I know that dinner time thing and how that works. Um, you imagine that customers are coming to you with ease, that they're paying the prices that you're asking them to pay, that they're excited to work with you, that you have projects that fulfill you. So you're imagining these things, but you're also imagining the emotion that goes with it. So the science, and I won't get too far into this, but the science behind it is your brain doesn't distinguish imagination from reality. So once you imagine it, your brain basically says, okay, that's cool, that was real. And it begins to act as if. It, it acts, your brain, I'm speaking as if your brain's a thing, right? Your brain acts as if these things are already real. And so if it's already real that you're going to have an enjoyable dinner time, your brain starts thinking about ways that that can be true. How could it be true that you'd have an enjoyable dinner time? How could it be true that you attract clients that love working with you, that love to pay the rates that you're asking them to pay? How could it be true? And so it starts to chew on these questions like they're problems to solve, which, by the way, your brain loves solving problems. It's the thing it does while you're sleeping. So you start your day with this, and then you ask the question, well, brain, if that vision were my current reality, how would I behave? What would I do? What would today be like for me if I attracted customers with ease? If my kids enjoyed the food I put on the table? If I had a program that, that got great results for the people that I work with? What would I do today? And that's what goes on your to-do list. It may be some of those old things come back. It may be, yes, absolutely, in that you know, my customers are really satisfied. I get my invoices out on time. Well, God, I'm really terrible at getting invoices out, but I know Sally over here. She's fantastic at it, and she can help me get those invoices out on time. And in my ideal world, and I'm attracting people, I actually talk about what I do. So maybe I should go on social media sometime and talk about <laughs> the things that I do. Like, it's this creative sandbox that you can play in where all things are possible and no one gets harmed in the making of this movie. 
That is wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> Nobody gets harmed in the making of my ideal lifestyle movie. I love it. So just touching on the kind of to-do lists and checklist thing a little bit more. So I've been plagued since I became an entrepreneur. I've been plagued by these Facebook and Instagram ads for these like done for you processes, right? I'm assuming it's like some sort of PDF or whatever, and it's like a done for you system or how to make a year's worth of content or whatever. And so I see these ads and to date, I have ignored all of them successfully, but they sound good. They sound <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> but I ignore them because I'm like, no, you're not putting me in a funnel. But what do you think about those, right? Like if we're, if we're supposed to get rid of the checklist and we're supposed to move or operate more from a, a place in our minds where we've already achieved what we want, what? Is there something wrong with these done-for-you systems that people are selling, or like something intrinsically wrong with it, right. or are there cases where you think that it would be okay? Like, how do you feel about those? I, I mean, have you seen them? I see them all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's a really cool one that I've seen. Um, two women pulled it together on, like, your startup Trello boards. Like, did you see this one? It looks awesome. Um, I haven't know. seen it, but I use Trello all the time. Yeah. See, this might be a funnel you want to check out. <laughs> um, the question is, how does it help me create that vision? So if yeah. you could systematize and have it done for you, um, a portion of your business that you don't love doing, there's nothing wrong with that. Intrinsically, okay. there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I'm all for outsourcing the parts and systematizing the parts, especially um, that you do more than once. You, you want to put systems in place for that. Be mindful, right. though, because I am careful about the kinds of things that I invest my email address in that are free. So if you're checking somebody out and their free item, just to understand if they're an expert in their field, great. And, um, and you can opt out of that list as soon as you need to. Um, but you're likely at that level, you're going to get what you pay for. Uh, but there are some amazing entrepreneurs doing amazing things to solve problems for other entrepreneurs and people on the planet. Uh, so no, there's nothing intrinsically wrong with that. Just making sure that you don't just sign up for it because it sounds good, but that it actually helps move you towards your vision. Okay, so I'll take another look. I'll take another look. My Facebook ads are weird because I'm also working on a book. So like I get Facebook ads for stuff for like targeted towards authors, but then also like entrepreneur stuff. And then of course I do a ton of research on content. And I'm in a lot of content Facebook groups. So I get a lot of, of those types of ads too. So it's, I mean, almost, I mean, I don't, I can't remember. I don't think we pay for Facebook ad impressions, but, or in some cases you do, but it is what it is. And that's not my, mm -hmm. that's not my fault. Look at you. Spreading hope. <laughs> <laughs> Just a sprinkle here and there. <laughs> All right.